If you're planning to welcome a second child into your family, but finding it difficult to get pregnant, you may be experiencing secondary infertility, a condition that affects millions of parents, according to the National Center for Health Statistics. We're here with Dr. Zainab Alnur, a board-certified OBGYN physician at Evergreen Health, to discuss secondary infertility, what it means, and its causes. This is Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. I'm your host, Maggie McKay. Dr. Alnur, thank you so much for your time today to discuss such an important topic that affects families worldwide. Good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Just to start, can you please tell us what the difference is between primary and secondary infertility? So primary infertility is a condition where a couple are unable to conceive after trying for about one year of unprotective intercourse without using any birth control. Now, we usually say one year in somebody that's less than 35 years old. For women over 35, we tell them about six months. Now, secondary infertility is when someone is unable to conceive, but they've had actually a birth in the past or previously. And then the same criteria goes for secondary infertility. So if you've given birth before, but again, you're trying for pregnancy and you're less than 35 years old, it's been a year of unprotective intercourse, and you're not conceiving, or if you're over 35 and it's been six months. And what causes secondary infertility? And are there risk factors that increase your chances of developing it? Yeah, so causes of secondary infertility, honestly, is mostly the same as primary infertility. So there are male factors, about 40 to 50% of couples that are unable to conceive is because of a male factor. A male factor is usually either not enough sperm or sperm that's not moving in the right direction. And the female factors are multiple levels. One is hormonal, something with the ovaries, so an ovulation usually. There are structural factors like the uterus. It's an organ that makes us get period, carry a pregnancy. So if you have a structural abnormality there, a polyp, a fibroid, or you have what we call bicorneate uterus or a septum, these can affect women getting pregnant. There is our fallopian tube, so a tubal factor. Fallopian tubes could be scarred or blocked, and that prevents the egg from going into a uterus and getting women pregnant. So those are really the main factors that could be worked up. Now, there is also multifactorial, where some people have more than one cause occurring at the same time. And then there is unexplained. Now, 30% of infertile couples have actually unexplained infertility. So usually when we do the workup, we do the same for secondary as for primary. Now, there is factors for developing infertility. Of course, if you have a history of infertility, so they kind of already know, and so they might consider workup sooner, better than later. In women over 40, we don't recommend waiting. We actually start the workup right away. Very commonly, women ovarian reserve is low. Equality is low when they're over 40. So if they're trying to conceive, even if it's their second child, we tell them to get worked up and maybe some help. In without having irregular periods, usually skip periods or no periods, they're probably not ovulating, so they might have a harder time getting pregnant. So that increases their chance of them having infertility. If they already have a known structural factor, like problems with their uterus or their fallopian tubes, if they have endometriosis, like severe endometriosis, stage three or four, that's another risk factor. And of known male infertility as well. So these are some of the risk factors that might make you think, okay, you might have a hard time getting pregnant the second time around. Do you do workups on the men as well? We can start basic workups. So part of our workup is to get a good history. And we do ask women or their partners, their medical history, any medications they're taking. We can order a semen analysis. So kind of start the workup. And again, if it's something that requires more intervention, then we would send them or recommend them go see a specialist in male infertility. 
And if parents had a hard time getting pregnant with their first child, does that mean they're likely to get secondary infertility? Not necessarily. Actually, sometimes it's hard to get pregnant the first time, but much easier the second time. But I think the most important thing is the reason for that infertility the first time around. So again, if they Mm -hmm. have a structural problem, block tubes, a known male factor, of course, the second time will be hard. Um, But if they were unexplained or it's just an ovulatory issue, sometimes the second time around is much easier. And what if they had a successful first pregnancy? Again, the same thing. If they have a successful first pregnancy, I think their chances of having a successful second pregnancy is higher. So we still give them the same amount of time, less than 35 unprotected intercourse for a year, more than 35, six months. If they're still not pregnant, then they would just go into the workup just the same way and review their history, medication that they're taking, how long has it been, how old they are, because I think that all affects why they're not getting pregnant the second time. Are there treatment options available? Yes, for sure. Again, if you already know the cause, then you know what worked the first time, so you can try it the second time around. These days, there are many options out there to help women get pregnant. I think it's pretty rare that we cannot do anything for them. I mean, there are many options out there, simple as medication or treating a condition or simple surgery versus egg donation and things like that. So there are treatment options and everybody can get a good workup and at least know their options. So when it comes to symptoms, doctor, are there symptoms of SI and when should families begin to seek care for it? Well, symptoms of secondary infertility, if you're obviously trying for pregnancy and are unable to, and the symptoms, like I mentioned previously, if you're having irregular periods, it's probably harder to know when you're ovulating and getting pregnant. If you do have a history of a blocked tubes, then you know, obviously, you're not going to be able to get pregnant the second time without some help. Endometriosis, if that has gotten worse over time, male factor, things like that. Are there any other topics that you'd like to share that we didn't cover? I think that any women that are trying for pregnancy, it's a very good idea to go see your OBGYN, get a good physical exam, good medical history, review of your medication, basic blood work to make sure that you're normal and healthy. And then again, if you are having a hard time getting pregnant, there are basic hormonal testing we can do, an ultrasound for your uterus looking at your fallopian tube, doing male history for the partner and semen analysis, just getting basic workup to see what's going on so we can help women. I think also in our area, some women do not know this, but you do not really need a referral to see a fertility specialist. Now your OBGYN can do basic workup, but if you need more interventions like something called IUI or IVF, you can see a fertility doctor and really you're just going to call them and make an appointment. And finally, nowadays, especially in our area as well, some insurances do pay for fertility workup and some treatments. Back in the day, it was all out-of-pocket pay, but now some insurances do pay for that. So definitely check with your insurance company to see if they have any fertility coverage that you could use. And what would you say to patients who are discouraged, who are really having a hard time getting pregnant over and over? Well, definitely go and see somebody that is familiar with infertility and getting, like you said, the exam and the workup to see what's going on. Nowadays, there's many options out there that people can really know why they're infertile and get some help. Now, again, some of them can be expensive or they cannot do, but at least they know their options. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise on this sensitive topic. We so appreciate you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Again, that's Dr. Zainab Alnur. And if you think your family is having concerns about infertility, you are not alone. The OBGYN specialists at Evergreen Health are here to help you decide whether you might benefit from specialty care of treatment. For more information or to find a women's health specialist, please visit evergreenhealth.com. And that wraps up this episode of Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast 
and all the other Evergreen Health Podcasts. For more health tips and updates, follow us on your social channels.